Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Brewers Football Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about some Manchester United and Chelsea stuff. Um, it is the international week, and uh, we, uh, yeah, and we're not very excited because it uh, takes us away from our um, our own clubs and uh, some of the. You know things that have been happening. Um, you know, as you guys can, uh, as you guys can see, United got dusted last uh, game against um, uh, what you call it, uh, 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 Spurs six one. Man, I'm drawing a blank here. My goodness. Um, and Chelsea just absolutely demolished Crystal Palace for nothing. So they're leaving off a high, and for us Manchester United fans, we're living off a very big low. Um, there's a lot that's hap- actually happened this week, and as anytime United have poor results, the rumor mill just starts going left, right, and center. Um, right now, we're seeing the media being manipulated with information coming up around Pochettino coming into the club and Solskjaer out. Um, and this time, though, there's actually it's different power in play. Um, we're also seeing news about signings that only wanted um, and not coming in. Actually, it feels like at this moment there is a media war between uh, Glazers and Wood, uh, Glazers slash Woodward and Ole. There seems to be some powers in play in the media about Ole talking about these are the signings that I wanted. They didn't give me these guys. And um, what you call it, uh, uh, Woodward uh, saying he's always wanted Pochettino. And this may be the perfect opportunity to, you know, remove Ole out of the job. So today, we'll be talking about Soakshire in and out, Pochettino to United, Bruno Fernandes bust up at halftime, um, you know, and we may even go into some tactics on how the United team play. Um, as well, we also going to go over United transfer hangover. Uh, there was some news coming off The Athletic today, uh, this week. Um, and some information that was shared in maybe not too much detail uh, on the TIFO Football Podcast. So if you guys want to find out some more details about what has been going on with United Recruitment Strategy and what's really been happening, you can jump onto the TIFO Football Podcast for free and listen to that, or you can sign up on The Athletic and you know um, go uh, uh, read up on that information. After we go through that, then we're going to have some conversation about... Uh, Mendy's injury um, with Senegal, uh, with Chelsea. We will flip over to our Chelsea side. Kepa fighting for his place. He may possibly get a second chance. Giroud, of all people, is still producing for France. Um, and then we'll close off with uh, Pauba to Madrid. So, this is going to be a very interesting podcast. So, um, Victor Speck. We've got Victor Speck on the line. He is on his phone looking at, I hope uh, it is not something that is too rugged and too rough on IG. <laughs> no, I'm not on IG. No, don't lie, man. There's I'm some, not on IG. I, there's some girls texting you right I'm now. writing some notes, bro. Oh, oh, you're writing. Oh, call. what a nice guy. He's writing notes, guys. This guy never writes notes. This what guy's probably mean? texting some chick on Instagram. Bro. My goodness. <laughs> Gracious. Oh, All right, man. We'll start off with... Uh, uh, the outside perspective on uh, Manchester United. So I wanted to get your own input on um, what you think right now about Sokshire, in or out. Sokshire? Yeah. Uh, I think I think I think Ole in. 
You think Ole in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're a Chelsea fan. That's why you think Ole in? Uh, not really, because um, I've seen, I've seen like, positives from the team, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Be it as maybe when 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 Mourinho got sacked and Ole came in and you guys won all those stretch games, right? Yeah. Um, as well as beating PSG in the Champions League, which I also think caused the decline, and um, the fact that last year you guys were able to get into third place. I mean, the league was pretty shit <laughs> except for Liverpool, but like regardless, you guys made it to third place, right? Mm-hmm. Just means you were. You you deserve that spot at that point, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's still a lot of things like I would say Ole in because you guys really haven't given him a chance. You haven't given him the players that he wants. First off, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't um, gotten rid of the players that he doesn't want, mm-hmm. which is like I get I get it. Like Ole sometimes has a tactical in incapability. Yeah. But like he's still been able to produce efficiently against the top six mm-hmm. right maybe uh, a little bit struggling when it comes down to playing the lower league boys but i think that's also motivation when it comes to those players because it's like bro you should be treating every game like yo we want to go out there and kill everybody you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah not that oh this is gonna be so easy and i'm gonna get in there and then basically not perform right yeah so um which is actually a sign of really, um, really bad um, motivation levels. Actually, I remember when Antonio Conte used to pick, used to always pick apart with that with Chelsea boys, mm-hmm. and he used to be like, "These boys need a shrink <laughs> because because uh, they just couldn't get it done against the lower league boys, right?" Yeah. But like Conte had a good first season, the second season was where all these problems started to happen. Yeah. But uh, they needed to strengthen in the right places, but it never did, which is why Conte struggled, right? Yeah. You know, Conte, he would come in and he would want all these players, right? Yeah. He would want like at least a good-ass eight players yeah. <laughs> and quality, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But what Marina did was get, she gave him all players that were injured. <laughs> <laughs> Injury-prone Injury players. Injury-prone players yeah. and players that were also injured, so the prices what are reduced. Yeah. yeah, like that's when she went and bought Rose Barkley, <laughs> then he drink water, Jesus. and then there was like a few more others, but it was such a bad, it was a bad transfer window. But yeah. back to Ole, um, you guys need to give him a chance. Yeah. Woodward is seems like the devil <laughs> if you if you uh if you're looking at it at a different side because if Woodward really cared about this club, he would go and hire a fucking technical director first off to handle the director of football. Oh director of football. But they're almost like the same role, almost, right? Almost there's a distinction. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But like you need something like that if you're going to say, Okay, yeah, we have our business side and then we have our football side. But it seems to be a lot of issues that are coming from the high-end points, yeah. which is where it's trickling down to that club and basically it's making you guys not be successful in the in the areas that have made you guys so um, so known and mm-hmm. famous over the, over the years, over the last 20, 30, 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, you guys kind of need to get back to that. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to happen yeah, yeah. With, with Woodward there because he seems like he just wants to uh, um, eat the money and basically not 
Is it, it is it Woodward that wants to eat the money? No, is it the Glazers? That's the thing, right? So you That's say the, the Glazers, but, but Woodward but, is but just a if you're looking at conduit. It, he yeah, basically because Glazers control Woodward, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Woodward is still gonna be the one to make the decision and be like, yo, okay, this is good for business and this is bad for business because he has the sense of it. Yeah. Most of these guys, most of these guys that buy clubs, they don't have a clue what the hell going on. No. You know what I mean? All they do is they be like, okay, yeah, we're here. We'll give you this money. You you use this money and budget it, and 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 we'll see how we can create the profit, right? Yeah. But uh, whereas in that sense, where they don't are they don't really know what they're doing, so they look at the person who's that 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 they've given in charge of that position mm-hmm. to be the one to handle majority of the decision. Yeah, it'd be like, okay, yeah, this deal sounds good. Let's let's talk. We'll sign. We'll mm-hmm. sign it off, and, yeah. and you get it done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Pretty much, right? They're the ones who sign the checks. Yes, they sign yeah, the he's checks. He's the one making the decision. Yeah. he's making the decision, but he's yeah. he's also doing it in a way where it's like, I want to I want to get majority of the profit yeah. for glazers you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. and um so basically it's in his best interest to do that for the glazers mm-hmm. because he's the one who works for them right yeah. and um but regardless he should also think in a way where it's like bro if our football was doing so good wouldn't we prosper even more you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, the way the way Chelsea looked at it was basically like Marina, Marina and Roman. I think they had a talk, and then it was basically like we need a we need somebody who can handle the football side because I can't keep doing that shit. No. And Marina was straight up fucking everything up. Yeah. People are saying, oh yeah, Marina is a great negotiator. She's mm-hmm. an amazing negotiator. Yes. Yeah. But she doesn't understand too much of the of the football side. Yeah. Which is why they hired Petra Catch to yeah. come in. Yeah. And be that technical first team uh, advisor and pretty much tie the the business the, side and yeah. the football side together. Yeah. So in a way where it's like, I'm gonna handle football. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna um, Petra, Pe- uh, Peter's gonna handle football, and I will handle the business side. Mm-hmm. And that's an amazing thing because people seem to think, yeah, okay, there's power, mm-hmm. right? There's power when you're the main person when you're handling all this stuff. But think about it. If you're able to find that person that you can rely on mm-hmm. and give them and share that responsibility, mm-hmm. then that becomes a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because if you're um, in football wise, if you're looking at Jack Grealish, because Ross Barkley is now there, mm-hmm. he knows that. Oh, okay, I can give, I can leave some of the responsibility to him because I trust him. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so far, Peter, Peter, and and uh, and Lampard, they talk. Obviously, Lamps know. Okay, I want this player. Peter would be like, okay, that sounds like a great idea, but why don't we get this guy instead mm-hmm. because this is what you're trying to build. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, because yeah. he knows what he wants. Because he knows what he wants. Yeah. So then the, he can handle that football side. Marina can handle the, the business side. Yeah. And together they're going to prosper. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're doing good in football... What's that gonna entail? More sponsorships, yeah. More, more people, more, more fans, more um, uh, publicity, yeah. And in the same sense, more money, more awesome. profit, right? Yeah. So, you, yeah. No, I, 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 I get where you're coming from. You just said exactly what I've been saying, and yeah. exactly what I want to keep saying. Um, even when it comes down to the Ole situation, I think Ole needs to stay. I think he needs to stay the year. I don't think he's a, 
He's the manager. Yeah. But he, I think he's, he's the transition. I've, exact, I've always said he's the guy. He's the guy to give it over to somebody else. Yeah. Um, and the the question is now. I'm gonna now because I'm gonna make this because I, I you've heard you guys have heard me talk a lot about United. I want to get a third person's perspective, a third party perspective, like real perspective, not a banter, bullshit perspective yeah, yeah. like everybody will do. But from your own perspective now, is now the time to transition over to Pochettino or transition over to a different manager? Um, right now, it's not because you have shit right now. Mm-hmm. You guys are struggling. Yeah. It's a bad time. But isn't that when managers come in? To come in like we saw that with Ole. Yeah. Mourinho was struggling. Mm-hmm. What did Ole do? Come in. All of a sudden they go on a run. Mm-hmm. Go on a crazy run. Like yeah. ridiculous run. Um and uh we saw that too with Mourinho and Tottenham. Mm-hmm. When Pochettino was there, they weren't doing anything. And you know how good of a coach Pochettino yes, is. Yes. And boom. They started to, um, they 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 went on a run too, run, yeah. you know, yeah. like not a crazy run, but like they, they, there was improvements. Mm-hmm. There was improvements. They yeah. they had more fight on mm-hmm. the team than compared before, yeah. right? So, isn't that the best time to get rid of a manager when the team is just not getting anything right? When when is the best time? Um, honestly, I think give him a chance. It's the start of the season, right? Mm-hmm. We're only four games in. There's 34 games to go still. Um, right now, if you transition to another manager, you're going to get the same old bullshit. Because it's not just Ole. It's from the top, right? Mm-hmm. That issue is going on from the top. Whoever manager that you guys hire next yeah. is going to have to come in and deal with an even bigger pile of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like, right now, what I would say is... Let Ole stay, right? Give him at least another, give him at least another season. He needs another season. Prove mm-hmm. his, prove what he's got, right? How long has he been in the club? A year and a half now. Yeah, about, about a year and a yeah. half. Yeah, but he has gone. You guys now to Champions League, right? Mm-hmm. I think with that, you give him the benefit of the doubt, and you say, okay, you've done this. Here's your reward. Mm-hmm. You get one more year. Let's see what you can do. Yeah. And pray to God, <laughs> pray to God that something good happens for me. Mm-hmm. Because when when it's time to pass on that transition baton, mm-hmm. you need to have a team that's already ready to go. With, re- with a good new manager. With a good new manager, yeah. ready to go. And get rid of all this dead wood. You guys got... Mm-hmm. He's going to come in and he's going to be like... But but that is not that is not the work of a manager, though. A manager doesn't get rid of... So, yes, and I agree with you. Yeah. All this stuff you say, I 100% agree with you. Like, the issue starts from the top. Yeah. And in however, whatever physics mm-hmm. or... Um, how would I put it? Uh, uh, meta way, mm-hmm. it has seeped down to the players that the, and and the players have always been like this. But no matter the new players you bring in, they will still have crappy results like this. Yeah. Um, you can't pass so, shit with shit. Yeah, exactly. But they still, you know, sometimes it's the players that list the clubs, yeah. you know, up, and somehow they band together and then they get fantastic results. Right now, right now the you know, only person I see who can do that is Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, I know, I know. That's the person. Yeah, but not even Pogba can do it right now. No, 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 Pogba can't because Pogba has been mired in the shite for yeah. like a while now. So yeah. he's, 
he's still in that level of shittery <laughs> you know he's in that level of shitter you know yeah. but um when we look at uh the the guys right now like you know your is the players and the coach that sometimes fixes or makes it happen with a horrible board mm -hmm. we have a horrible board we have a horrible direct uh, sorry not direct we have a horrible uh uh, uh, uh CEO, whatever, president, whatever Woodward is, yeah. you know, we don't we don't have a good system with that with that guy, right? Mm -hmm. So he has been on his own pile of crap, and now what from how his recruitment strategy has been, he's hooked that up to his own uh, team mm -hmm. uh, or or his own recruitment, yeah. and that recruitment strategy has been just, you know filtered down to like. Ole and that Ole recruitment strategy has, or that Ole's uh, uh, players now, he has a pile of shite that he can't really work with, yeah. you know, when he's like, I need to strengthen, I need to get better, you need to build on a position of strength. Mm -hmm. You know, I get that. But at some point, too, shouldn't that be, just to play devil's advocate, you know, shouldn't they, in, in whatever fashion, shouldn't they be able to figure it out like shouldn't they be able should they be collecting 6-1 is not is that Woodward's fault that they collected 6-1 no exactly so these are the questions right that I want to ask and that's the devil's advocate side right yeah. you know how long do you wait for Ole now me personally I think this is the season you give him this season yeah. you give him this fucking season let him figure it out yeah I think this is I think this is the, the time test. now. Yeah. The test this for him. Last year was kind of we're figuring everything out. Yeah. Maguire should understand Ole's system, whatever that is. Uh Juan Bisaka should understand Ole's system. system. Yeah. Bruno should understand Ole's system. Everybody on that team should be able to identify what Ole's system because they've been there mm -hmm. for about six months. Yeah. And usually that's a breeding time to breed players yeah. and then eventually they get to know each other better mm -hmm. and then they start performing at the high gear you want because now they understand your football remember Maurice Asari they never understood my football that's mm -hmm. why if Maurice maybe has stayed an extra year at Chelsea yeah. they may have they may have gotten it and they would have been pinging the ball left front and center without even thinking mm -hmm. right so my own thing is at what point you know do you say this is it for you Ole this is it for you. Like you have, we've given you everything. Mm -hmm. It's your turn to produce. It's your turn to deliver. Yeah. At what point do you do that? And at what point do you say Pochettino coming to the club? Now, you've heard my own opinion on Pochettino. I don't think he's the guy right now. Yeah, yeah. I think he's it is. A he's a wounded soldier, but he is now coming. He's. I think he's now past the year yeah. since he got fired, mm -hmm. and that's the time when now clarity comes. Mm -hmm. The coaching, the coaches are clear. Mourinho. You know, he left and then he came back. He rushed too early, came out to United. And then he just became destroyed. United destroyed this guy, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I'm not a fan of him, but you can tell, like, the Mourinho of old just was not that old same Mourinho. Mourinho. Yeah. And he the, and that Chelsea thing really, I think, affected him because yeah. his team was just crap yeah. with Chelsea. And all of a sudden, he comes to United. They look okay. They give him some signings. Then he becomes crap with United. It's like... What the hell? It's a, sh a shite job, right? Yeah, yeah. And I always say, oh, this, the, the Mourinho cycle is three years. Mm -hmm. But I just think that he needed more time to relax. Yeah, yeah. And when he, he saw him leave United and then finally come to Tottenham, he said one thing. I, I was not him or some other people were like, he's been talking to people. He's been actually saying, what could I have done better? Yeah, yeah. Mourinho of old would never do that. Yeah, Mourinho yeah. of old would say, I know what is best. Yeah, yeah. But Mourinho started to seek perspective of different people. Mm -hmm. His teams, even though 
you they are known for the defensive solidity. That's, Tottenham is not. That's why. Ta- he, that's why he changed all of his stuff. I know Tottenham is not known for the defensive solidity. Yeah. They are more attacking than mm-hmm. you could ever see, right? Yeah. So there's a lot that has changed. So at what point do you say Pochettino now has had this full year? Because other clubs now looking at him. PSG, they're not going to renew Tuchel's thing. I think Tuchel will be right for United. Mm-hmm. But as I said, Tuchel will cause so much beef. And the reason why I want Tuchel is because he's just he will play some decent football at least. But he will cause so much beef to the board because they don't want to give him money. Yeah. He's already doing it to PSG. Yeah. you know. So I'm like, perfect. The guy that's just going to keep them. And they're probably not going to go for him because, you know, United, we, we're not going to go for somebody who's going to challenge the status yeah, yeah, quo, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, either him or Ancelotti. But Ancelotti's with Everton, so he's not going to come to United yeah, at this stage. Ancelotti might be looking at <laughs> top finish. Yeah, he looks like he's doing some big yeah. things with that team, right? So... At what point do you say uh, there are options? Allegri, we haven't even talked about Allegri. Yeah. On up guy is Laurent Blanc. Laurent Blanc, I always thought was the main guy we should have gotten mm-hmm. to do the transitional job that Ole is doing now. Yeah, yeah. That Laurent Blanc is the guy that's been away for so long. Mm-hmm. Perfect guy to bring in, and he would just do. A, in my opinion, he may do, he might do the craziest, craziest job, but at least he would be a steady hand mm-hmm. that would play at advanced progressive football that everybody understands. And then what ends up happening is you now have the now new manager that can come in in two, three years. Mm-hmm. Now say, look, this is your team. We've done everything to build this team properly. Here you go, mm-hmm. right? So my own question is, at what point does Pochettino come in? In a year's time. But in a year's time, Lampard may be out of a job. Tuku may be out of a job. <laughs> Lampard, maybe. I don't think so. You know? So. I don't think so. But you never know. Yeah. This is football, right? So, with a year, and then City. Pep Guardiola, even though you never know, what he's messing around with City right now. Yeah. And if these guys at City don't don't play around. They're like, man, if you don't give us what we need, bro, mm-hmm. like, we're going to cut you off. So, is that year time? Would you think Poch will wait in a for a year for another club? I mean, for Manchester United to come and knock at his door? Do you think so? If you were a potch, what would you? Would you be sitting there waiting for a year? When he's been saying, I want to come back. I'm tired. I'm bored in my house. I need to get out of here. This COVID thing is killing me. I need to get out. Yeah, at what point? He wouldn't wait. He would not wait, no. There you go. So, so if you are Woodward right now, mm-hmm. and yes, Woodward is the slime. He's disgusting. Yeah. He's the one that's causing half these issues. Him and the Glazers. In fact... Why am I saying half? He's causing 99% of the issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If Would you think if you were Woodward, you will, you will wait that long? Like, would the next minute somebody comes and starts knocking on Poch's door? What would you do if you were Woodward? If I was Woodward? <laughs> oh. See, that's the thing, though. Right? That's a hard question. That's actually a really hard question. Exactly. What would you do if you were Woodward? If I was Woodward... <laughs> what's 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 the contract on Ole's uh, thing? I think Ole has about a year and a half left. I think he signed three years. Actually, no, I think he has two years left. Two years left. Hmm. Maybe a year and I don't know, ten months left or something. A year and ten months. If I was Woodward, <laughs> that's a tough question, right? Eh? Exactly. Question. See, look, my own thing is. 
I don't know, but I know Woodward is always gonna look for a way. This guy is shady, man. He's gonna look for a way to like throw all the. He's already probably throwing all the bus. So I'm gonna go more into this stuff because I think now this is the best segue for that. Yeah. And let me just open my uh, notebook here. So the the things. So the things that came up lately. Pochettino in. Woodward has always wanted Pochettino, but because of how good Ole did, he saved him and then said, I mean, no, I saved him. He ended up saying, okay, Ole, you stay. We'll figure it out. The fans love you. Mm-hmm. We'll do whatever it takes, you know, to make you successful, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But deep down, apparently he's always wanted Pochettino. Now, this is now the war in the media that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. So at this moment, as he's sending this stuff, all the news I've been coming up now that I've been seeing, even ESPN, okay. Guardian, yeah. No, 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 they're not. So what Woodward is using, so there's this guy, I can't remember this guy's name. I keep forgetting his name. He's one of the guys, they, they hired him from The Sun. Mm-hmm. These guys to criti- uh, criticize Woodward like crazy back in the day. So they got him from The Sun. He's a PR guy. And then, exactly, he's the PR guy. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and he starts putting up news to throw spins out there because that's fans want to blame somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. And right now, United fans are completely divided. Yeah, Bro, yeah. you go online, people are like blaming Woodward, yeah. people are blaming Ole, yeah. people are blaming the players. Yeah. Like, our fans are just in disarray. Mm-hmm. This is not Manchester United. This is Manchester divided. Yeah. Like, it is it's crazy. As a Chelsea fan, you probably don't see this stuff because you probably don't look for it. But like, when yeah, I, I, see, I, see, I, see, I see... I see some of oh, it. I see, I see it like crazy all over the news. So... He's going all over. That guy goes over to Daily Mail, mm-hmm. to the Express, I think uh, Daily Express or whatever, and then The Sun. Mm-hmm. And then what they go and put in there is put tidbits of potch. Yeah. Potch in, potch in, potch in. Yeah. Right? Causes chaos. Fans are twinning it left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. People like bring potch in. People like, you know, fuck off, back back the manager, back yeah. Oli. People like this board is a, a, a slime ball. Like, yeah. They're disgusting. Don't forget that it was them that put us in this situation. Mm-hmm. But then, for the first time, I have never seen this in Oli's reign so yeah. far. News comes up that the players that Oli wanted were not, the not even yeah. close. Yeah. So look at the guys Oli asked for. Mm-hmm. Grealish. Yeah. Daya Opamecano. Oh, wow. Nathan Aki. Oh, wow. Sancho. So he, so he wanted center backs. He wanted two, two center backs. Sancho. Yeah. Did he get any one of them? No. No. Guess who he got? Tellers. Yeah. Donny van der Beek. I love Donny van der Beek. I think that's actually an amazing signing. Facundo Palestri. So Ole never wanted a left back. No. Facundo Palestri. Cavani, yeah. because Brandon Williams has been improving there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Traore Diallo, Amatraore Diallo. Yeah. Nobody that he wanted. Could you imagine that? That's so cool. now you're telling me now, Pochettino's going to come into this team. Hey, uh, guys, I want Diallo Pomacano. Um, I want uh, Awar from Lyon. Yeah. Um, you know, I want uh, maybe Koulibaly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I want, uh, if we can go for Sancho again, can we go back again? Yeah. He's not gonna get any of those no. motherfuckers. No. no, because and do and and they are very bad at doing this. So yeah. every time United is out of the Champions League, yeah. they spend a swatch of cash. What did they do? They brought in Juan Bissaka. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, people. Juan Bissaka, Harry Maguire, Daniel James. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might be missing one more. Shit, I'm probably missing somebody. But anyway, they brought in these three signings, mm-hmm. right? Fred. 
Uh, no, from Fred, Fred. Fred was Mourinho. Okay. So they brought them, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when Ole, when we're now in top four, like, ah, you don't need all those players, man. You know, COVID, you know, discount. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't need all those guys. So then they do that. They also did this to Mourinho. Yeah. Mourinho got, I think, Lukaku, Zlatan, Mkhitaryan, yeah. Bayi, Lindelof. Mourinho wanted Morata. And then, and then he wanted Morata. Yeah. They didn't get him. Yeah. Then second season, he wanted... Um, Oh, shoot. Even though this was disgusting. One of Jerome Boateng, mm-hmm. Harry Maguire. Um, I think Harry Maguire was like 50 mil then. Mm-hmm. But they said no. they like, you already have two center backs. And why should we give you more? Right? So, uh, and I think he wanted Perisic. He wanted to sell Martial, uh, which I don't agree with. But you know what? He's the manager. Yeah, yeah he's the manager. He's like, Martial's not the kid for me. I want somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think he wanted uh, somebody else that season. And then they got a Fred Lee Grant and um, yeah, uh, Diogo Dalot. I don't, I don't, I don't know. They might have, might have. Mm-hmm. But those, those were the things, right? So this is a reoccurring trend. You make Champions League, they'll give you players. Mm-hmm. Once you're out of Champions League, hey, um, I mean, sorry, uh, sorry, you you're out of Champions League, they give you players. When you're in the Champions League, hey guys, sorry, we we just don't have that cash for that player right now. Seriously, now. Even more. Now, I'm going to now jump because we're in this segment already, right? United transfer hangover on the athletic. Go to TFO Football Podcast. Listen to that shit. Like, it blew my mind, man. Like, I mean, I wasn't surprised, but it was like how incompetent. So, they went to Sancho. They offered him less than he's currently making at Dortmund. What? It's ridiculous. I am. I was like, are you freaking... People go to different clubs to make more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They increase your pay every yeah. time you go. That's why people don't yeah, move. That's why like Sancho won't move if, it's, if yeah. it's not more. That's why Phil Jones didn't move. Yeah. That's why Romero is not moving because nobody's offering him more. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're going to come to a club pay cut. Yeah. And you don't want to take a pay cut when you're for the next three years yeah. are guaranteed 80,000 pounds a week. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you take a pay cut? Like, ah, oh, fuck out of here. Give me mm-hmm. what, I, what I'm making right now if I'm not coming to your club. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Thiago Silva yeah, yeah, yeah. or Edson Cavani that you've been making like 450, I mean, 300 a week. A yeah. So, and then the other thing, uh, they now, they were like, okay, guys, because of COVID, they were thinking that they were going to give them COVID discounts. <laughs> COVID discounts. Which club has gone? Did uh, Leverkusen get a COVID discount? I mean, did Chelsea get a COVID discount for Kai Havertz? No. No. Did you guys get a COVID discount for Timo Werner? No. No. Look, pay the fucking money. If this guy is worth that money, pay it. Mm-hmm. Then, um, then the the then Dortmund were like, you guys are fucking taking the piss. Mm-hmm. You know what? You guys, this is what's going to happen. We're, you know what we're going to do? You guys need to fucking get this shit done by August mm-hmm. because we need our players, man, yeah, for yeah. preseason. Yeah. United were like, God, they're just kidding. So then, then last minute, they decided to put it. They made their first bid mm-hmm. two weeks, uh, a week before the transfer deadline window. Like, what the frick? Are you serious? And that's an issue because even, even if, a, if, a, if, a, if a manager wanted those players in quickly so they can gel in with the system, mm-hmm. they don't have time to do that. Yeah, exactly. going to come and be a lost dog. Exactly, you know? exactly. Then, um, the other thing too, the Sancho now got upset yeah. because he's like, this was his dream move. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I really actually, could you imagine though? Imagine this shite, right? This is a kid's dream move. Mm-hmm. And then you guys did not sign him. Then the next freaking like period, you go lose 6-1 to Tottenham, mm-hmm. right? 
You know what I mean? And then now you, you lost six to one. I will go out and pay that one twenty. I mean, Sancho is not gonna save us from uh, getting pelted six goals. Yeah. Maybe we may score six three. Yeah, yeah. Maybe six four. Yeah. Right? Make it, but, make it a little bit less embarrassing. Exactly. Maybe make it less but they didn't go for this guy. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay the money. They went for Palestri and fucking Traore. You know, or, or Dembele. They didn't even get Sar, Sar, Ishmael Sar. I'm like, dude, if I, if Ishmael Sar, at least he's played in the Premier League. Yeah. He knows he's what it takes Watford, to be a winger. Man. He's in Watford. Yo, that, that you know, cost you like 15, 20 mil. No, they're asking for 40 mil. Oh, were they? Yeah. So then they said, okay, you know what? Let's do loan to buy. United said no, but find a way to make the fucking deal work. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least do that. You know, like, I was, I was, I, I was talking on, uh, I was talking with Mo, right? On a on our football hotline group chat, yeah, and I was just like, man, what is? So somebody was raving that they got Edison Cavani, right, <laughs> or some shit like that. I don't know who exactly was doing that, but I was like, my my, how mighty have the fucking club fallen? Because it's like, it, United, bro, the United I knew would not even look at Edison Cavani. Yeah. First off, the United I know will go to another club. Where their player is going absolutely bonkers and he's doing really good, yeah. And they will price him out. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Haaland, Erling Haaland. Yeah. Ole wanted Haaland. Oh wow. They didn't get him. They didn't get him. Now I get the thing with uh, Mino Raiola mm-hmm. coming into uh, Mino. I hate Mino Raiola. Yeah, I freaking good. hate him. But dude, at this rate right now, that Haaland is scoring goals. Somebody's gonna pay that fifty million when it's triggered in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Once that's triggered, we will look so dumb. If we don't go for that deal, yeah. we are gonna look so dumb. Holland in United right now, man, for twenty fucking mil. Okay, what? Okay, you put a he wants a clause, and I get it. I get the clause thing, like. Uh, uh, 50 million like if somebody pays 50 million he can go anywhere he was asking for that I get that like we will look dumb Mm -hmm. but let me tell you something right now are we looking smart Mm -mm. Uh, hell no Mm -hmm. so pay the fucking money for the guy get him in the team give us good three freaking years of his career he goes as fucks out to Madrid you make 50 mil off that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean take that 50 mil then invest it on something else it looks dumb but I can guarantee you like if if you if you do something right by the player, you you trust in him. He bets on himself that I want that fifty. Give me for fifty mil, I get out. He bets on himself on that. If you do the right thing, all now that needs to happen, literally all that needs to happen at this moment, is a freaking sign him up on a new contract and then put the uh, uh, release clause even higher. Yeah. That's what they could have done, dude. There's so much fucked up shit, man. United, when you say re- hitting rock bottom, is Funny thing is, we have the money. That is the worst part of this whole thing. Club, See, if, so much money exactly, if, looking poor, if, exactly. If you if you had said we had hit rock bottom and we didn't have cash, that would have been depressing. Yeah. But we have the fucking money. We have the cash. People are paying every single day to watch this shitty ass team play. Mm-hmm. In fact. Rival fans are paying to they tune in to watch how shite we can be mm-hmm. in the next game. They want to watch us fail. Mm-hmm. That's how big United is. They hate us so much. We dominate so much that they hate us so much that they want to watch us every day fail. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Ole and the boys are gonna put up today, guys. <laughs> you know, like they want to see that, yeah. right? So 
it's so funny how there's still money coming in, but we don't know how to use this money. Yeah. We don't know how to use this money. A director of football would change so much. But these guys, no, man, we've got to keep that money in our pot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, but... Uh... Yeah, dude. Uh, the the other thing I wanted to chat ch- uh, chat about. So Bruno had a bust up in the at halftime. Yeah. So with uh, he tore into like Maguire. I don't know Bay, Matic or whatever. So they subbed him off. Um, I think man, Bruno like Bruno is one of those players. As I, I'm a coach, I've noticed this. He's one of those players that are very erratic. Yeah. He's very emotional. He's passionate. Yeah, he's extremely passionate. And that passion passion that yeah, it could it could it could burn you out or it could help you everything catch fire. Yeah. It could everything catch fire. It could burn you out or it can make you like it can lift your team. And I think as a coach, sometimes I'll watch Bruno like son, you need to, you know, Turn it, you know, calm down a little bit. Yeah, little but bit. in that in that case, I don't want him to calm down. Yeah. If he's turning into his team, I'll to. fucking back him up. I'll go, you guys suck too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll throw my own two cents, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what, but, that's what, that's what Mourinho encourages at Tottenham. He tells yeah. them um, in the All in the or Nothing documentary, he was like, uh, he was basically like, yeah, you guys need to have conflict. That's why you're a family. Yes. You're a family for a reason. You gotta have conflict. And when uh, Dele, when uh, uh, Eric Dyer and Dele Ali was going at it, he, or when Son and uh, and Lloris were going at it, he didn't give a damn. He was like, mm-hmm. it needed to happen. Yeah, and it's yeah. I'm I'm the same. When it comes to my kids, they're like, you know, they're they're. Uh, when I talk about my kids, I mean like uh, the kids that I coach. Yeah. Um, I see them like today. They had a bust up. You yeah. know, this guy, this guy put in a hard challenge. Oh, you gotta call coach. You gotta call more fouls. I'm like, what? Well, you know, the other guy's like, oh man, you think you're the shit? Like they're, they're getting upset. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, guys, look, this is good. I love it. I love the passion, yeah. but you also know what need to know where to drive the passion. Mm-hmm. You know, but in some cases, you just need to rip into your team. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way you can hold them accountable. Sure. And this is my own problem now with Oli, right? And if I'm Oli at this moment, this is the perfect moment to start dropping guys like Pogba, mm-hmm. start dropping Harry Maguire. Yeah. Drop even by make a script, you know, just situation. drop the hair, yeah. drop and drop everybody, you know, drop three or four players, yeah. put them on the bench. There's nothing more disgusting. Yeah. You are a multi multi million million uh, uh, millionaire yeah. uh, that plays football, yeah. and you're sitting on a fucking bench. bench watching other peers play. Mm-hmm. You're watching like freaking Fred, mm-hmm. and I like Fred. Fred will run that grass all over the pitch for you. Oh, yeah. You're watching Fred, Donny, and Bruno mm-hmm. run the midfield. You know, on the left. Mm-hmm. Now there's tell us yeah, exactly. There's now there's yeah. tell us. You have tell us. You play tell us. You play Twanze, maybe Bai. I think I think you know? I think Ole needs to use this right now as a point in order to do this because yeah. right now everybody is worried about qualifying for Euros, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. basically. I, I don't know how they're not thinking about it. If I was a coach, I would have been like, "Oh man, Euros is coming in like in the <laughs> in the next in the next year." Yeah, yeah. And I know these players; yeah. they want to play for their country. Yep. But they won't play for their country if they're sitting on the bench. No. Nope. So basically, this is my this is my pressure point to them. Yeah. And it'll be like, if you don't perform, you will sit on that bench. 
Let's see if your fucking if your if your country your national team is gonna call you to come and play, mm-hmm. and 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 coaches from other from all these national teams know they need their players to be playing week in week out yes. to be competitively fit yes. to play this competition yes. because it's very demanding on your body. Yep. But if they don't if they if they don't play them right, these guys can understand like okay yeah man like. We got to do what we got to do to make it here. You know, people literally move clubs in yep. January or in, in, in the summertime just to play in the Euros mm-hmm. or to play in the World Cup mm-hmm. for your national team. Mm-hmm. But if you're not playing, boom. Yep. Oh, this is where Ole, he needs to use this as a pressure point. Take it, take them out. Yep. Take them out. De Gea, you're not playing. Oh, perfect. We're on bench you so Kepa, who's not even starting in Chelsea, can take your exactly, spot. And exactly. Pogba, bro, there's already so many fucking mids in, yeah. in France yeah. that can easily come and take your spot. Yeah, so exactly. if you're not playing, the same shit's going to happen to you. Yeah. Maguire, team, team England's captain, or second second captain, yeah, vice yeah. captain. You know what I mean? Where are you going to play, man? Mm-hmm. If, if you don't play for, for me right now yeah. and show me that you can play, yeah. England's not going to fucking want you. No. Like, no. You're, you're right, man. You're right. And this is the thing. Like, this is where the biggest criticism for Ole comes in. Biggest criticism for Ole for me comes in is but having the authority to bench your players. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more disgusting. I've done it to my captain. Yeah. I've benched my captain before, and nothing drives him insane, insane than seeing me bench his ass. Mm-hmm. He just loses his mind, you know. And and uh, uh, and and you know, this is because we hold everybody high standards. It's like he, he knows he's on our team. He's the best center mid we have. This kid is a workhorse. He scored five goals with four goals or three goals with headers mm-hmm. the last game. Yeah. Header, header, header. But the reason the reason why he did that because he got benched mm-hmm. the previous games. I was like, you know, you're not starting, son. Mm-hmm. Like obviously we we rotate them in, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's like, I'm on the bench. Mm-hmm. The next, the last game of the season, he's like, I'm scoring goals. Mm-hmm. He put his head on every ball, header, goal, header, goal. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's there's so much. That, I mean, you don't do it out of contempt. You don't not contempt. You don't do it out of like in spite of the player. You don't do it to do that. You do it to, do it to drive competitive nature and to motivate them in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. look, I've tried to motivate you by sitting here and telling you how great of a player you are. Mm-hmm. But love sometimes doesn't work all the time. Sometimes you just got to put your... Say, Sonny, sorry, I'm sorry, son. Look, you just got to sit on the bench mm-hmm. for this game. They, you And the cameras will pan to their face. They look angry. They're like, yeah. you know, they're seething. They're like, oh, man, I should be there. I should be playing. Mm-hmm. No player wants to be sitting on the bench. And then, as you said, Euro coming up. Mm-hmm. Bro, Euro is coming up in the next uh, uh, six months here, eight months. Yeah. You want a player, you don't want... It's up to you, son. Mm-hmm. Sonny boy, it's up to you, yeah. you know? And I think that when you do that, the one thing obviously now is your team needs to produce results. Mm-hmm. But United were producing results without Pogba yeah. when he was, inju- when he was injured. Yeah. So what makes you think you can't? Why, why are you scared okay. to make, the, make that decision? That's my biggest criticism of Oli is he does he's not... Too he's too soft. Like you can talk about his tactics yeah. and all that stuff and how United play. But man, if you look at... It's crazy though. Like if you look at Lampard, you yeah. know what I mean. Like look at Lampard, bro. Like 
as much as he loves Mount, yeah, bench his ass. Yeah, bench him last game, right? As much as he loves Jorginho and he's his vice captain, yeah. he will bench him. Yeah. The same thing with Aspilicueta. The same goes for all these young boys that are playing. Yeah. If they're not producing, he's benching them. Yeah. And then all these all these fans come out, oh my God, he, why, why is he benching this guy? We mm-hmm. need him here, we need him here. But bro, the next game you saw him play, didn't he fucking kill it? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, Exactly. And now this is the thing too, the fans. And I'm going to make another plea to the fans, guys. Like, you know, you, my own stance right here is Ole in. It should not. We shouldn't be talking about Ole out or Ole in or Solskjaer out or in, out or in or whatever. I think he needs to stay at this job because of how bad this this recruitment has been, how horrible everything has been. But I think our fans sometimes we become over fan, we become fanboys. Yeah. You know, Martial FC, mm-hmm. Pogba FC, yeah. Bruno. It shouldn't it should not be that. It should be. Manchester United FC. So, so another thing, another, when you say that, another thing um, I want to touch on is also like, I was reading something today, right? Yeah. And um, it was Lukaku. Lukaku said yeah. something about, about uh, Manchester United and it said he left because they had clans. Yeah, I heard about that. There was clans. Like yeah. Pogba had his own clan. Right, yeah, yeah, and his own group, yeah, his own his group, own, which yeah. is with him, Michelle. And then the because because they were French boys, they didn't yeah. want to pass the ball to him. They didn't want to pass the ball to Lukaku. Lukaku's Belgium, right? What the fuck? Well, yeah, doesn't Lukaku speak French? He does. He yeah. speak. He speaks it, right? Yeah, yeah. French and 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 uh, Belgium are pretty much like yeah, yeah. yeah. They speak. Yeah, yeah but like, because these guys are from the same country, yeah. So it's like it's like more. I'm going to support my guy more than I'm going to support you, right? Wow. And, um, yeah, he was talking about that. Um, he was like, he was like, somebody asked him, he's like, how's Inter going? He's like, it's good. Yeah. I love it here. There's no clans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, heard, I heard about that too. But, honestly, Lukaku couldn't control a bag of cement. Yeah, man. I'm look, sorry, look bro. At look, if, I, even at Inter, he can't control he a bag of cement. But this is, this is where my own argument also, the yeah. second criticism of Ole comes in. Mm-hmm. You don't have a system that accommodates a guy like Lukaku. If Lukaku was on my team, yeah. bro, I'm playing him. Yeah. I don't care how shite he is with his control. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of shitty strikers on my team yeah. right now. I don't, like, I'm, I mean, they're not shitty, but they're not, they don't play, like, world-class strikers. Yeah. The, the striking position, the funny thing is, the striking position on all the teams that I've coached has always been the weakest, yeah. weakest position. Yeah. And I, I have coached them millions of times on how to shoot, proper technique, but they just strikers are a different breed. They just their their whole thinking is, I need to put this ball in the back of the net. Yeah. I don't care how good I am with the ball. Yeah. I just there's there's very few strikers that I have coached that are like very good with build up play. Mm-hmm. So what we do to help these players that struggle with build up play and touches and control when the guy's pressuring them, they don't know how to play with the, uh, uh, their back to goal. Yeah. They don't know how to do that very well. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we build very systemic patterns yeah. to support them so that they know in an area, I need to go diagonal, take the ball, smash it, yeah. you know, kick, hit it. Or I need to go diagonal, lay it off to my winger, mm-hmm. put my... Our, the football that I coach is built on wing play. Yeah. So the striker, all you need to do, I can put, 
I can put my mom. We can put mommy in there. She will score 50 goals. Yeah. Like that's how that's how good the system yeah. we have built yeah. so that the strikers can score. Our our some of the criticism from our our captain himself sometimes yeah. says our strikers don't know how to score. Yeah. They don't they don't know how to finish. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sorry, kid, but you know, that's where our system comes into yeah, play yeah. because they play a very significant role in there. Our strikers have scored some beautiful goals this season. Mm-hmm. But all it has been is they just are in the right position at the, the right, right time, time and we've coached them on that. Yeah. Ball just comes in and just tap it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you easy. you know, you, you and that's another thing where I, I really say Oli needs to really focus on how do I coach so that my forwards get opportunities. Yeah. Martial is a good talent. Mm-hmm. But he's being wasted because he doesn't get any opportunities. Last three games, he hasn't touched the ball or anything. Mm-hmm. Lukaku, when he was on the team, he barely got, you know, opportunities sometimes because they were not figuring out ways to like, hey, this is how... And it's up to the coach to take to to hold those players accountable. Yeah. If you find out that like, hey, there's a ball here for Lukaku and we're not passing in the ball, man, get out. Mm-hmm. Get him out. But another thing, Lukaku just didn't help himself. Look, Zlatan uh, made him made a bet. Look, I'll make you. I, I, it was twenty five thousand, twenty five dollar. I don't know what it, what the bet was. Mm-hmm. And he told him, um, if your first touch doesn't improve, uh, you owe me X amount of do- uh, <laughs> dollars, right? Lukaku now asked him, what is in it for me? And then you know what he said? He's like, nothing. You just become a better footballer. Yeah. He said no, and Zlatan laughed. <laughs> Zlatan knew yeah. that if Zlatan is saying. This kid can't control the ball. Yeah. Look, who am I to come start saying, you know, Lukaku was great. Look, I watched enough Lukaku. I've watched him enough in United, and I've watched him a lot in Inter. Mm-hmm. And that boy, that boy can't play football. But as a striker, he, he is a striker. Yeah. Pace, power, yeah. finish. He has that. Yeah. But to, to, to but when it comes to build-up play, mm-hmm. don't count on him for that. And that's where I say mm-hmm. the coach needs to work that into his game to yeah. help him. And Conte does it well. Conte doesn't complain. Yeah. Conte, Lukaku will fight for Conte. Yeah. You know what I mean? So on the other side now, the thing he now said that about the clan stuff, that is horrible. Mm-hmm. If you, a guy is saying that, they were not passing me the ball because I was from Belgium, that is fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. All it needs to be like... Look, guys, this is gross. Yeah. If this continues, some people will be eating the batch. And that's where I say Ole isn't strong enough, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then you can say, okay, back then, well, why is Ole not strong enough? Well, it's because the board hasn't supported him. They don't give him a bench. Yeah. But now, no Ole, yeah. Ole, even though you could say he didn't get the players he wanted, mm-hmm. he still yes, has some, some, some players. You can play Donny van der Beek now, yeah. son. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can now play Alex Tellers now, mm-hmm. you know? So I know there's the English camp. There's the you know, find a big run and 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 yeah. And the thing with the thing with the French guys not passing the ball because uh, he's from Belgium. Come on, man. Then who's gonna pass you the ball? Mm -hmm. Because the other group is Spanish. The other group is English. There was clans. Who's gonna pass you the ball then? (laughs) Right. So. Aren't you hooking up with your French boys anyway? Like, isn't aren't you and Pogba friends? I've seen interviews where you both did stuff together. Mm So, you know. So I think it came to to it at at a point. I remember back in uh, in Chelsea when uh, Morata was there. Yeah. Right. And uh, Morata said something too about Chelsea. He was like, it came to a point where they just like they just didn't pass me the ball. Hazard Hazard would take the ball. And then he would see Morata, and he was just like, no. But yeah, like that 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 type of shit is messed up and Morata felt really 
he lost a lot of confidence from that. Yeah. Like he dropped, he dropped drastically after that because he was like, my teammates don't trust me. So yeah. what's the, what's the point of playing for this club anymore if like mm-hmm. they don't, if they don't want me here, right? So. But but Morata, man, honestly, I like Morata. I like Morata, but man, he hasn't done himself any favors. He's gone back to Juventus. I know. It's like, bro, like you know what's crazy? He's such a he's vagabond. Going, he's going to. He's go. This is where he's going to shine because that is where he started off, right? Yeah, he played well, but that was under Conte. Was yeah. it under Conte when so. it was in Juventus, was right? It Conte or was it Allegri? Because Allegri, oh, either, either, like I think it might have been Allegri. Yeah. Sorry, Allegri. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know like if he's gonna work on the Perlo. You know what I mean? Oh, and it seems a little bit like he doesn't know what he's doing either. I don't. I mean, it's only one game, man. Like it's same, 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 same. On the same breath, guys. It's only three fucking games in the Premier League for Manchester United. We're acting like it's the end. The, what, we, can, we, can, we can say all this that's stuff, exactly, saying. and I agree. Like, yeah. But I think some people have overblown this shit. Like, yeah. we got a red card. Mm-hmm. I know, like, everybody says, oh, I've never seen... I've seen some teams go down the man mm-hmm. and still, like, you know, hold the game. Yeah. Like, But the thing we, is that you guys needed to defend, but they just didn't. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But we were still down the man. We didn't want to defend for whatever reason... Yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, and then Bruno got pulled off or whatever. I, and honestly, I will say one thing. The, the, and this is now, we're going to jump into the tactics on how United play. Yeah. But, you know, the, you can talk about players and how they... Um, I had this thing in my head and I forgot it. But anyway, the, the, Bruno, the Bruno bust up, right? We can talk, talk about all that stuff. So the, uh, I had something in my head and I can't remember it. It's driving me insane. What the hell were we just talking about? We're just talking about nah, never mind. So jumping in into the Bruno side, mm-hmm. uh the, and Bruno pressing and the, the him getting subbed off, yeah. you know. One of the biggest problems with that game on how United played, and oh yeah, we were talking about how a team loses, you know, uh with the man down, right? Yeah, yeah. We, this is only three games. We were down the man. Like the 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 performances have been horrible. Mm-hmm. They've been it's been long term coming yeah. and that six one nailed it down. But I'm not panicking as many United yes, fans are panicking. Mode. We, exactly, we're still in a way in preseason mode. Yeah. We uh, we wear a man down. Mm-hmm. We're very unfortunate to a man down, and I think the players instead of them thinking about let's hold it, mm-hmm. they're thinking oh, let's try to get a let's try to get something out of this, right? So they instead of being disciplined, instead of being disciplined. Mm-hmm. So that was the issue. Mm-hmm. But when I look at it, I'm like, guys, it's not. It's not that bad. Like, we still have more games to play here, right? So, these fixtures are coming up for Ole. does not look good. Mm-hmm. But with the way United were playing, and I, this is everybody, like, people, they, they said on the news that um, um, Ole pulled Bruno off because uh, he wanted to protect him from Portugal, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I think, in a way, they, they said for tactical reasons, I, when I was watching that game, Bruno and Marcia were pressing so high mm-hmm. And Tottenham were just passing through, passing through them. Mm-hmm. And Pogba and Matic were not closing up the space to yeah. press. If you're going to press, you need to press as a pack. Yeah. You know, compact and as a pack. You don't, if you're not, if you don't going to press, then sit back. Mm-hmm. Sit back. Say, look, guys, we're not going to press. Give him the ball. Everybody come back in shape. Like so, exactly. Yeah. So, I, so, I don't know if Ole has been telling Bruno, like, Bruno, stay in the hole when the time is right. Because that's what I, that's what I coach my guys, right? Yeah, yeah. I coach them. So I call them zone two and three, mm-hmm. stay. We our goal is nothing goes through zone two, yeah. right? Zone three, we initiate the press. If they dare come into zone three, is war. Mm-hmm. 
if they're in zone four, leave them. You know what I mean? Zone one is do or die. That's danger zone. Like, we don't want them around that area, right? But zone three and two, two and three, with teams passing from the back now, we always say stay in zone two and three, make it as compact as possible. If you want, let us force them to play the ball over the top, and our sweeper keeper will get the ball first. So when I look at that, Bruno, when I was watching him, I think United like to press from zone one and two. And I think Bruno, what he does, Bruno just goes high with Martial. I'm like, why are you going high? Yeah, Pogba and Matic are not, are not um, uh, are pushing up either. Yeah. So there's a lack of communication. Yeah, huge gap. And they were just picking. Like, it's like, so I think that was probably why Ole was like, looking at that, like, man, this guy is not, yeah. he's not, like, maybe he might be telling him, sit in there. Because what I do, I'll tell my, I'll tell my striker, shadow. You're the shadow. You, you don't really mark. You just cover the angles. You cover the space. Everybody behind you, pick a man. But you, you shadow the ball. Shadow it every time. Block their passing lanes. If they want to pass, Bruno, on the other hand, just runs in and just starts pressing high. It's like, everybody else is not pressing, bro. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? Yeah. So is it a matter of Ole is not telling them to do, like Ole is telling Bruno to but sit? It's, it's also it's also like a, a simple thing. If Ole sees this shit happening, yeah. why the fuck don't you get off your bench where you're watching the TV screen and fucking come out and be like, hey, Bruno. Yo, 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 you're doing a great job. Just make sure you stay, bro. Yeah. That's, you know? that's my third criticism of Ole. That, the one thing, he doesn't, he does not come. Like, I, man, you, I, I have gone into games screaming, screaming, yeah, and I've lost my voice. Yeah. I've come back home and you've heard me. My voice is raspy. Yeah. I'm screaming at these players. If you're a coach and you can't do I'd rather scream at them there mm -hmm. than scream at them at halftime. At halftime, I'd have only two. There's 20 messages I need to tell yeah. them. I only want to tell them two. two. Maximum. Yeah. I don't want to tell them anything else because anything else is going to start. Yeah, they're going to be like, well, so what should I do then, coach? Yeah. So I try to maintain a very simple, very, very simple mindset mm -hmm. at halftime. Like, you know, and then at the end of the game, I can yell, I can scream or whatever. But in the game, yeah. I am fucking losing my shit. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why he doesn't come down and yeah. scream. Yeah. Guys, like, he bro. To, he needs to be more animated. Ole, save yeah. yourself, man. Like, I never wanted you at this club. I mean, not at this club, but at this job. job yeah. I never wanted you permanently on this job. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I am I'm back in your you. ass. Yeah. Save your job. Mm -hmm. Do something. Yeah. Bench stop, players, stop screen. So <laughs> stop sitting on the the couch watching. Like I see, I see if you're watching uh, watching the zone yeah. Monday uh, Monday night yeah uh, or sorry Sunday night football yeah. Sunday morning football. Please scream. You will never listen to this podcast. But yeah. you never it's know. it's <laughs> it's so heartbreaking, man. Seeing this guy and it's like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Anyway. So anyway, that's the th that's the thing, and another thing too with the tactics. So that's defensively. Mm -hmm. Offensively, United play so freaking narrow; it's mm -hmm. ridiculous. You know, the the wing play is not is not a, not non-existent. It's not coached properly. Yeah. You know, I've seen a couple of times Juan Bissaka back in the day started to put ball crosses into the box. Mm -hmm. Luke Shaw doesn't put any freaking crosses in the box. Mm -hmm. He always tries to work the one, two, three passes. And and Dude, and this is where I now think Telos was a good signing. Yeah. As much as I'm like, Oli, didn't want this guy, you should be glad you're going to have mm -hmm. him. Because 
Finally, you can throw some freaking crosses into the box. Yeah. We don't want to be like David Moyes throwing a million crosses in the box and West Brom is just heading them out. Yeah. We, you would need to be strategic on how you do that. You can do cutbacks. You can throw cro- crosses. Maybe should David Moyes come back because with his assistant, they've won two games on the spin. David Moyes should never come back to this club. <laughs> anyway, so... No, no, I mean to back to West Ham. Because he he had a suspension. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've been winning with the assistant. So if he comes back, what's going to happen? Is it going to be different? You never know, right? So, but like, yeah, like, dude, like, the the crosses into the box is a big thing for me. Or cutbacks into the box. You know, you can see City. You see City, the way they they, they, uh, intricate passing through the wings. And, and, And then... Cut back. Mm-hmm. They pull out the, the, the defender, the right back, the center back. Cut back. All open. Sevilla did a master class mm-hmm. against United in the in the thing. Non-stop putting, you know, good uh, balls through the wings. Mm-hmm. Jesus Navas, Reguilon, um, what they call that dude? Uh, I can't remember his name now. And they were just dumping crosses. Lucas crosses. Look, maybe Lucas Campos and another guy. The other guy that looks like Gomer. You know what I mean? And they would cross, 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 cross into the box. So they did this. Like, our guys need to be coached better mm-hmm. on how to deliver crosses into the box uh, or how to create cutbacks into the box and crash the net in the right way and, you know, get, get good opportunities because... They're not doing that enough. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't do that enough. Anyway, so we are too narrow. Mason Greenwood comes in, tucks in, Rashford tucks in, and then you now have on the left Luke Shaw. I don't know what he's doing. I I, I like Luke Shaw, but since his leg break, that dude has lost himself. And then on the right back you have Juan Bisaka, which he's like an NFL um l- defender. <laughs> this guy doesn't they don't want anything to do with the offensive part. They just wanna win the ball and just give it to the offensive guys. Like, he, he needs to be coached better. Mm-hmm. And this guy was a winger before, apparently. Uh, speaking of which, Juan Bisaka, has, uh, it looks like he's going to be representing Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that. So, saw that looks like he's... Yeah, anyway. But anyway, so that's that's the thing. So, the tactics is not right. Um, and the way we play football is just not right. Everything is just shit. Mm-hmm. It is shit. It is poor. Um, and... Um, yeah, I don't know. But I will say one thing, as I said as we said earlier, it is early days. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of games left in the season. We don't know what's gonna happen. Thirty four games. Thirty four ton of games still left. Yeah. So people need to relax. At least another another twelve six? Six games? Yeah, I think another six games. Yeah. At least. Yeah, at you least know? another so, six games. You know, we, we may we may be seeing we may be crying a little bit more next uh, couple of weeks here. Or we may be, you know, we may be laughing. And the Carabao Cup, too. And the Carabao Cup, yeah. So they have, we haven't done too, too bad. Yeah. Anyway, we'll take a quick break, and then we will jump back in and wrap up with some Chelsea, Chelsea news mm-hmm. and um, some international news, and we'll go from there. All right, guys, welcome back. This is the part two and the final segment of the Calgary Bros football podcast. Um, don't, don't forget don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PodcastCBF. Yeah, he, you heard that, PodcastCBF. <laughs> and uh, we're available on Spotify, Apple, and Google uh, Podcasts. Um, and also uh, on Anchor if you want to download the Anchor app. Uh, but anyway, we're going to be jumping to the second segment of the show. And uh, we have 
United is in flames that we spent an hour talking about United. Uh, so we wanted to share some love to my brother's team here at Chelsea. You know your team is doing well when you don't spend an hour talking about them mm-hmm. on a podcast. So how's Chelsea doing? What's going on with the international games for your players? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, Reese James made his, his debut. Um, ZH is back. Yeah, yeah. ZH is back. I'm a yeah. Rookum brother. I yeah, love ZH, man. He uh he played in the game uh yesterday and uh he had like I think a couple assists. Did they win? How much? I think they won by three goals to one. Who are they playing against? For the for the Moroccans. Yeah, the Moroccans were playing uh what do you call it? So Morocco, so there's the thing, right? Morocco is my um, Morocco. Morocco is my fun team in Pro Evolution Soccer. So one 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 little weird thing I do is I always spend like uh, anytime I go on Pro Evo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pro Evo is twenty times better than FIFA. FIFA is just a trash game, but yeah. whatever. Um, but anytime I go on Pro Evo, I spend like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Actually, no, not um, that's even. I spend. Two hours, three, four hours, instead of playing the game and playing matches, I spend time uh, working on the kits. So most of the kits, I've downloaded them, but the national teams, the African teams, they don't have their kits. So what I do is I go on there, and then I start to, like, you know, build experiment experiment uh, kits. And I built four different kits for Morocco. Like I like I love I I, I copied like their real life versions. So yeah. I kind of copied them, mm-hmm. and then I now made like some inspired ones that oh, I okay. thought was like cool. Yeah. So one of these days you gotta check that shit out. But uh, okay. uh, Morocco, I love I love I love them on Pro Evo. They have some really you know swick players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. Who did they play against? Oh, they played against Senegal. Oh, Senegal. Yeah. Um, where your boy Mendy got injured. Against Senegal, yeah. Oh no, um, yeah. Against yeah. Morocco. Against Morocco, yeah. Shoot, but he man. got he got injured, I think, in the in the training, so he oh. got he got sent home, right? Um, back to Chelsea. Or, or do you think this is some fakery? You know, where they're faking stuff so that um, they can say like, oh, uh, Mendy got injured, so he can't play. But then Mendy comes back two weeks time. He's playing for Chelsea. Well, in t- in two weeks time, um, that's the injury. Uh, gap pretty much for, ah, for this is so big <laughs> so basically uh, he'll be he'll be out um, this week and then next week ah, okay yeah so about two weeks but he said it shouldn't be longer than that yeah and um, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good but I think that opens up uh, space for Kepa now cause so Kepa said he wants to fight for his place yes that's my boy, man. I'm yeah. happy for. Kepa. I think I think it, I think he needed to do it because you're you're the highest paid goalkeeper in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and uh, no, it's not the highest paid. Not the highest paid, but, but the highest transfer yeah. paid for the for the goalkeeper. And um, he needs to have that mindset in in Chelsea, where it's like whatever whatever obstacles come my way, I'm ready. And I will go at it. You know what I mean. And uh, that's what I liked seeing from him. From I liked hearing those words yeah. that he's ready. To, he's ready to fight for his place, because. Uh, but being six foot one, bro, I guess it's hard. Actually, six foot four. It's hard. You know it, like the it? odds, the odds are pretty much against yeah. you. But that doesn't deny the fact that Kepa is still an amazing goalkeeper, and um, he just had a blunder season, pretty much, because in the first season, yeah, 
Yeah, he was. He, he wasn't great, but I'm gonna be honest. I've said it before. And I'll say it again. It's the Chelsea backline. Yeah, that needs to exactly, exactly, including him. Yeah, but every t- I think Lampard just doesn't like him. You know what I mean? As a goalie, he's like, man, you should have saved that. How is the ball sneaking past your arm? Plus, I think I, was, I, I, I also know? I also think in a in a way because I think uh, Lampard. Um, when Sari was the manager, yeah, and that thing happened between Sari and Kepa, yeah, 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 yeah. Lampard saw that, and, and he's like, "Hell no!" Yeah, and I yeah. think, and that's that's a, that's uh, that's something that I think Lampard, him being like a legend of the club, yeah, he just doesn't tolerate. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And um, regardless, he still he still sees it as okay. Yeah, this they bought this guy for this X amount of price, yeah, and this highest amount. And basically, yo, we need to find a way to use this guy regardless because the price tag is just ridiculous, right? Yeah. But uh, Kepa was showing good signs and then eventually just drifted off. But that's because him and his girlfriend from nine years broke up. So he yeah, personal life impacts him. Yeah, personal life will impact you no matter how hard you may Guys, try and be like. Guys, stop being a wuss. <laughs> you're a millionaire, bro. No, like no, you're no, worried I... about a chick, man, bro. Like there's so many girls like gonna be throwing themselves at you, man. But that's the thing, though. Like it's like these guys, like footballers. There's a thing with them, right? Because it's like, if you see a lot of them, they married the girl, their first love, pretty much. Yeah, because right? most of the girls who are throwing them, their first love are like super pretty. Yeah, first off. Yep. First off, they're super pretty. Plus, yep. another thing too is like, they've been with them for so long, yeah. they don't know anything else. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's true. So, um,. Well, I get it, like, it affected him, but he needs to be a man and be to, like... He needs to check out his DMs, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he, needs to be, he needs to be a man and be like, okay, yeah, this happened, yeah. but I need to focus on my work, right? And, and eventually... Check out my DMs, yeah. Eventually check out your DMs, because apparently, <laughs> like, you know, that's what happens these that days, happens, yeah? So, so they sending, They're going to be sending you some stuff, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway... But yeah, that's that's what it is. Um, I was happy. I was super excited and happy to hear him say that. I, I'm rooting for Kepper. Not that I don't like Mendy. I still love. Yeah, I yeah. still like him. They're both good. They're both. But it's it's like it's like you need that essence of competition yeah, yeah, in yeah. every position. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they know I can't mess up because if I mess up, this guy's gonna take my spot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And with with Kepper, honestly. When this the whole thing um, was starting, I was like, yo, sell Willie. Uh, I don't know if you can sell him, but like, I mean, eventually just get him off the books. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Get Willie off the books, have two young keepers that are going to duel it out yeah. all the way to the end because that's what you need. No, look, honestly, man, you know, this, I like what I, I like, what I like the most about what you're saying here is you're backing your players. Yeah. United fans, this is how we need to be. Look, you may be upset at one guy. You may be upset at Pogba. You may be upset at De Gea. You may be upset at Ole. You may be back your team. Mm-hmm. Back Manchester United. Fuck the Glazers. Fuck Woodward. Mm-hmm. Go on change.org and put a petition. <laughs> but yeah, but like that's what I like about That's the one thing I, I like. You put a it's petition like, in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only two people still. But anyway, like, you know, Kepa, like, uh, uh, just shows because I think honestly I think there's a player there I really do think so I, yeah. don't, I don't think this guy that came from was it Bilbao or Madrid Athletic Bilbao uh, uh, Bilbao right yeah. so yeah. I don't think he was trash no, you no. know what I mean he was really I good he was really and good and he, he had yeah. he was doing things that Courtois couldn't 
at the beginning. Like when those headers were coming from some such a tight angles, yeah. and Kepa would be able to save it. But yeah. Courtois fell to that all yeah, the time. Yeah. And sometimes it's just the the goalkeeping coach yeah. can make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. These managers need better coaches. I think Lampard. He's not fully experienced. No, he needs a good supporting coach. But this is this is what this is why this is why I like Lampard. He's not an egotistical guy. Yeah, no, because he has he has gone to go and hire a defensive coach now because he knows he can't he 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 can't do it from uh, from Wigan. The guy from Did Wigan, he? yeah, he hired a defensive when? coach. It was That's, actually been a month or so now. That, we just talked about this. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was he, saying, he like hired he needs a coach. He hired a defensive coach. They, they got one, right? Yeah. Because when when he was coming into the club, he yeah, said, yeah. "I don't want so many coaches because yeah, yeah, yeah. because it makes sense." You know what I, I mean? There's, there were so line many of communication gets. And, uh, he wants he wants a tight knit close group, yeah, yeah. kind of like what City and Pep have, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Pep has like his close boys yeah. with him. Look, it's just the exact same thing. Look at City. Yeah, Arteta leaves. All of a sudden, leaking goes left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Hire yourself good coaches that can support your game, game style. style. Yeah, some of the game styles that we that these coaches are employing right now are so so out there. Yeah, play from the back. Yeah. Keep the ball for 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. We want to limit the amount of transitions. Yeah. It has to be... We have to be organized on the attack. Mm-hmm. You know, like... So keep it's, too, ball. it's too much sometimes you know? to take in. Exactly. And it's, a good team that knows how to press the ball out of you has freaking opportunities to pump in 20 goals yeah. in your net. Like, So you need to hire a good coach that shows your team how can we do this offensively without yeah. risking defensive fragility like mm-hmm. so there's like I'm happy he did that yeah. that's the great big thing I think Ole needs to do that too I and, think, the, and the guy think, the guy's not think, only uh, Pep needs to do that too as yeah. well I don't think uh, and the guy is not only just uh, a defensive coach he also has tactical sense of course right? he so does. yeah the it's good it's good to have that because then it's like Lampard knows that he can't do it alone yeah you yeah. know what I mean back yeah. when back when Fergie used to coach uh, United, he didn't used to run his practices. No. Right? He used to just be like, he used to delegate. Yeah. That's what a good manager does. You yeah. delegate and you tell him, okay, yeah, this is this is what we need to do. Yeah. And then they're just going to they're gonna yeah. use it and work around your yeah. system. There's right? moments when you need to come in and drive what you want out yeah. of the players. Like sometimes I've, I've watched some videos on Pep coaching mm-hmm. and you see Pep, he's in there. Yeah. But I can guarantee you the defensive side before was not him doing yeah. it. Yeah. He was like, look, I'm very good at coaching how attacking, attacking a mm-hmm. midfielder should move and yeah. create space for their, you know, wingers and help their support their wingers. Ateta, you, you, know? you do the defensive Ateta, stuff. help yeah. me out. Figure out defensive strategy. Boom. Boom. Next minute, they, you know, as soon as they lose the ball for six seconds, they're trying to win it. Mm-hmm. They don't get it, they reset position. Yeah. You know, that's amazing to see, yeah. right? Um, press after so, possession loss. Yeah, is that like immediate press? Some FIFA. people, some people is like, hey, just drop back, get yeah. in shape, right? Yeah, you know, my, my my own my own team. I, what I what I coach them exclusively on, I, I coach very well mm-hmm. is the defensive side. Yeah, how to press, when to press, mm-hmm. where to press. You know what I mean? And my team defensively is very solid. Mm-hmm. But the one time that I for a whole two months we spent working on the attack. Mm-hmm. First game that we worked that we after that we came back from the season, we tied three three. Mm-hmm. We're up three nothing. They came back three three. All of a sudden we're like, what happened? Then all of a sudden we worked on the defensive side, winning games two nothing, mm-hmm. keeping clean clean sheets. Yeah. We right next game five two. Then mm-hmm. next game nine nothing. Like we've 
you you need to understand that when you play the offensive, expansive style of football, which is good, we love it. It's awesome for the fans. It's a risk. We love watching Leeds and Man City go all day, mm-hmm. back and forth, like nobody wants to defend in this team. But it's a massive risk. Mm-hmm. You can get pumped four goals. You can get pumped six goals like United. Mm-hmm. You get pumped seven goals. Hire yourself a defensive coach that can coach your team so that when you're playing that, you know, ping-pong, attacking, expansive football... You also have the defensive you, stability. Exactly. Yeah. I talk about this all the time. And you guys can, you know, email me on my personal email and hire me too if you're... Pep, if you're listening, and Ole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. help you guys with your defensive strategy. <laughs> anyway, but no, that's good. I'm happy, man. I'm, yeah, I'm happy you did that, you yeah. know? Even though, I mean, it doesn't help us out. But, like, I'm just happy that as a coach, mm-hmm. I, I love... Hearing that a, a coach recognizes, I'm not good at this. Yeah. I'm gonna get a team yeah. to help me out and get this done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, um, Petra Ketch is actually handling the goalkeeping side right now. That's good. That's because good. he he saw there was office, obviously issues. Yeah. And he came in and did is doing what he can yeah, right to yeah. help right. So. That's good. Yeah. How about Olivier Giroud? He's he's I think I think he the, broke a record this weekend. Top uh, French goal scorer, tied for. Top, I think he's second right now. Or second or whatever. Second or so. How is this guy not playing with Chelsea, <laughs> not scoring goals like I mean he scores goals when he gets on. Yeah. You know, but he doesn't play. But he goes to France and he just rips it up. Yeah. There's some players, right? That when just they go to the this. national team. It's Pogba. They're just masters of the. <laughs> That's game. Pogba. I don't know. I don't think. I think Pogba used to be good both, but yeah. United has ruined him. Mm-hmm. You know. Speaking but uh, of, yeah, keep but going. Giroud. Yeah. yeah, Giroud is. You must be ecstatic to see that. He's not only just like the target man that everybody says. He yeah. is scoring goals. Yeah, and you know, and he's funny, scoring goals for fun. You know the good thing with Giroud. You see how we talk about he's professional. He, not even that. You see how we talk about with Lukaku. He can't control a bag of cigarettes. Yeah. He can, Giroud can actually he play. Can control, yeah. This Giroud can play football. Yeah. Like, he can link he up play with good link play. Yeah. yeah, link play, and he can hold up. Yeah. He can do the target man thing. He's actually a four-way, a four-way attacker. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a good thing to see because Chelsea has that option if we need it. Yeah. But it's, for some reason, whenever we start him in games, he goes missing. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's only a matter of time with Giroud before yeah. he starts firing on all cylinders. You know what I'm saying? I think he's, I think he's firing as best as he can. I just think the opportunities are not given to him. They're limited. You yeah. know, because Tammy is up and coming. Yes. Timo Werner just it's, got acquired. Yeah. So Giroud just has to... like. But it's that, crazy, that, though, because uh, while Pulisic was injured, Timo mm-hmm. was playing on the wings. He was being playing yeah. on the wings. Yeah, so so you wings. could play Giroud in the middle mm-hmm. instead of Tammy. But because Tammy is up and coming still... Yeah. Tammy's playing there as T- well, right? Tammy so. needs to take whatever he can and learn from Giroud. And and really fast too, yeah. because soon his time is gonna be limited. Exactly. Right? What, what I learned what I've seen and I've learned from my own experience, when a child is young, around twenty years old, twenty-two, twenty-three, mm-hmm. twenty-five, they it's up until twenty-four, twenty-five, that's when they really start to get it. But 22, 23, 20, they, they still want to play around with the ball. They don't mm-hmm. know how to use their body properly. Yeah. They don't shield well. They don't know link up properly. Yeah. They're just adrenaline, mm-hmm. speed, speed. gone low. Yeah. And that stuff needs to be coached. Yeah. Like, not coached out. Coached you, early in. Not, yeah. not, not, even, not even early in. Just 
like it needs to be coached in combination with what the 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 person wants to do. Yeah. Some kids want to just dribble. Yeah. You need to know how to coach them how to dribble, dribble. and pass. Yeah. How to dribble and move. How to dribble and shoot. Mm-hmm. When not to dribble. Yeah. When to dribble. Yeah. You know. So decision making. Yeah. So with Tammy, yeah, anytime I see him, I always see that he wants to take a guy on. Mm-hmm. He wants to. He wants the ball on his feet so he can do these tricks. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, I just need to. Be that link-up guy. Yeah. Keep the ball, pass the ball, get into space. Yeah. You know, I don't need to touch around. I don't need to do any crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But when I need the dribbling, you know, I need to get out of tight positions, yeah. then it's going to come. Yeah. It's going to be to my team's benefit. Yeah. Right? That was, um, who was that? Because uh, Tammy, I think he's, uh, his hero's drug bar. Oh, nice. Right? Drug, that's why drug he, bust. That's why he's <laughs> trying to do it like drug bust, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but they need to tell him, bro, you're not Drogba. Drogba was good at yeah. everything. Yeah, Drogba, Drogba could shooting, link up. He could everything, bro. He could take you he on one on one. Defense, he could do that. Yeah, it was a nightmare. But he was the, the 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 best thing about Drogba was his decision making. Honestly, I think the best thing about Drogba was the fact that he ruined Philip Cinderos's career. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> you see those articles, <laughs> Philip Cinderos. Like, I can't remember who the guy was that they'll be watching. Uh, the game against Chelsea, right? Yeah. And Felicino Ross was on the bench. And they and then he would turn over and look at Philip. Are you ready for, like, the game, right? Yeah. And Philip was like, yeah, I'm ready. And he's shaking. <laughs> like, he's literally shaking. Because they thought of, I need to play against Drogba. <laughs> yeah. Fucking terrified him. You know? Drogba destroyed, single-handedly destroyed that man's career. <laughs> like, just... The way he... Search it up. Go on your phone. Search up Philip Cinderos. Yeah. I guess Drogba. You will see the articles about this guy and how badly Drogba just ruined him. <laughs> Absolutely destroyed him. It's hilarious. It's, it's such a funny read. As if I, I, I want to laugh because, you know, uh, remembering, like, my days when I used to play against some real-ass, like, strikers that you're just like, man, I don't want to fucking play against this guy. I just think of Philip Cinderos and Drogba. Oh, my goodness. It was one of the sweetest, sweetest articles you could ever see. Anyway, but uh, uh, Tommy. Tommy is, Tommy is an up-and-coming up talent. And that kid, I think, like, he should learn from Giroud how he plays, how he links up, how he uses up, uses his body as a target man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in due time, he's he, he's going to really own that number nine. Um, or... Him and Timo are just going to fight for that number nine spot. You guys just have so much attacking talent. Mm-hmm. The one guy can come off today, and this guy, like, just so many. The depth is, is ridiculous. The depth is crazy yeah. for offense for you guys. Mm-hmm. So, you guys are in such a good spot. Such a good spot. Speaking of France, anyway, I uh, quickly want to touch on Pogba. Mm-hmm. Pogba has told everybody that, hey, if Madrid calls me, why not, guys? Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, now, I've said I don't want to give it to like our fans need to stop this Pogba FC Martial FC <laughs> Ole FC you know Bruno FC like yeah. we need to stop that shit um, and people would think that right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in on Pogba I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not he has every right whatever possible to say what he said yeah um, if it's the, your dream it's your dream it's your dream but the club also hasn't done anything of note to, to help him to show like hey mm-hmm. You know, we recognize your skill, we recognize your talent, and we think you're gonna be, you know, like like here's not no we're the, gonna supplement that on, talent. Honestly, with the, options. The, the club, the team should have been built around Pogba. 
in a way, yeah, yeah. in a way. It should have been built around yeah. Pogba because then that would have kept him more happy, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not even that. I don't even think it's about keeping him more happy. I think it's about the quality of football will rise. Mm-hmm. I think if you, if they have built, and when I when we say built, I think some people don't understand this. Like, you got to build with, go, with like, quality. You build with quality and yeah. you build with players that complement his strengths. Strengths, yeah. You know, all they need to, like, Pogba needs players that would do a lot of the dirty work mm-hmm. for him. I'm sorry. People may say, well, he's a professional athlete. He's making millions of dollars. Yeah. But Pogba just needs a, a, a guy who's just, runs the midfield for mm-hmm. him like just runs it and Herrera let him be the creative mind exactly yeah. Herrera was that guy yeah the time like if you go back and look at when uh, there was a stat I can't remember when Ole when Ole came back and uh, the percentage of wins guy uh, gained when Herrera was on the pitch mm-hmm. Herrera was the guy it wasn't Pogba Herrera was the guy that was busting his ass going up and down the field box to box mm-hmm. And then all you just do is give it to the main guy, Pogba, and Pogba will get the goals, mm-hmm. right? Um, and um, Pogba needs that. Matic, somewhat, is kind of that guy, but he's old. And this is where I think uh, uh, Partey would have been a perfect foil mm-hmm. for this guy. Yeah. Or um, uh, Fred. Fred mm-hmm. runs his socks off. Fred, win the ball, give it to Pogba. Win the ball, give it to Pogba. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, for me... Um, uh, and, and and people may say, "Oh, how disgusting!" I, I look, guys. You, you know, you say how disgusting. How dare you uh, back a player who's just atrocious for United? Look, he has not been consistent. He's mm-hmm. been horrid. But he needs players that he can stay beside, and that will help him and work hard and give him give him his space to thrive. He also the system I think hasn't done him well. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've moved. Yeah, I don't think they've put him in the right position where he can be really, truly, truly successful. So, the system really hasn't done him well. Pogba has every right to say, look, I need to go. I want to go to Real Madrid. And then, on the same note, Pogba already said, I want a new challenge. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't want to sell him. So, what, which one is it? What, <laughs> so, our fans are like, oh, he's disgusting, snake, virus, get him out of the club. Like, guys, man, like, look, it should not. we should not be... I don't think we should be giving him any stick, mm-hmm. and I don't think we should be giving uh, um, uh, what they call it uh, any other player any stick. They have the right to their own opinion. They mm-hmm. have the right to come out and say, "This is um, what I want." Yeah, this is this is what I want, mm-hmm. right? If if the club was doing right by you, mm-hmm. we are about you. We were winning trophies. We were working on Soxos every single day. You came out and you said that, and it's like, bro, man, haven't we done everything for you? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I understand that, right? If the club had, if the club had done that, but on the same same thing, we haven't, we haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. We haven't done enough to show Pogba that, you know, why, uh, 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 this is why you're important to us, yeah. right? Now, on the other side, Pogba needs to work harder. Mm-hmm. He's very inconsistent. Yeah, very, very inconsistent. He will have a run of form, you know, pass, assist, and then goals, and then he disappear. Ghost. There's games in, in the there's matches where you'll be watching, and he's just, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Where's Boba? Why is he taking too many touches? He's not doing the simple pass. Mm-hmm. And then there's matches where you're watching, like, oh, that is why he's 90 mil. Mm-hmm. But you, we should have cashed in, taken our money, sell like sell him, take whatever money you can get. They could have bought Partey right now. Mm-hmm. 
They could have gotten our or somebody. Or Sancho. They could have used that money and put on Sancho. Mm-hmm. But they're not smart because they're worried about the shirts. That in the shirt sales, Popeye is no longer loved as much as everybody as as much as he used to be loved with mm-hmm. United, right? So anyway, that's that's the only thing. He has every right to say what he wants to say, and if fans, once again, United fans, stop, stop, like picking on your players. Stop picking on the coach. Go after the board. Mm-hmm. Go after the board. Yes, Ole should not be losing badly with this squad. Absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, uh, Pogba should be playing consistently. You know how how is transfers impacting him? Mm-hmm. You know, yes, Harry Maguire, who I think should be you know uh, uh, criticized bigger because he's the captain. You know, has been atrocious this season. Yes, but don't go after them. Mm-hmm. Back them. Support them. Go after the hierarchy. Go mm-hmm. after United and the board. That's what we need to do. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah. All right, man. I think that's mostly it, bro. Man, we got to talk about Kai Havertz, yeah? Well, what did Kai Havertz do? So Kai Havertz came out, and I think on a... Was it on a, com- uh, on a press conference? Yeah. He said, life in England has been difficult. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. What did he say? Um, he said, but he said, he said he wouldn't have it any other way, pretty much. Um, he basically, he said it's been a difficult start to life, right? Because he only came in, I think it was like five days. He came in five days and he trained with the club. The, mm. the next after that five days he had to play for Chelsea yeah, yeah, in the yeah. first game right and then so, he, had, he shanked that pass yeah he shanked that <laughs> pass like he's just he's just he, he said it has not been a, diff, um, a very easy start for him right and he's like the level in England is so much higher he's not saying like that in Germany is any more worse but he's yeah. like the physical presence of everybody and how you see it is they're all at such a high level. Oh yeah, right. So the 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 play is quick, yeah, fast, yeah, brutal. Mm-hmm. People put in tackles, they slay, slide. Like look at what Shaw did to yeah. uh, freaking Mura. Yeah. Should have gotten a red, but they didn't call it red. No. Like it's brutal, mm-hmm. you know. So the I I I agree with Kai on that. Like I saw I saw I think I saw that post where everybody's at a high level. Somebody yeah. cracked the joke. Oh, you haven't seen United. And I thought it was funny. Okay, you're funny, haha. Yeah. But that's what Liverpool fans were saying. And then the next minute, it got pumped seven yeah. two. So, you know, I I think um, when I watch the Bundesliga, man, like sometimes I watch it. Sometimes it's like mm-hmm. oof. But most times I'm like, like Bundesliga. I think it's, they play a very high tempo. Yeah. But I'm high pressing. But I think after a while, the quality just drops. drops. Like yeah, they're, they're, they're fitness yeah, drops, they're yeah, because they're exhausted, yeah. right? You're playing high tempo, high tempo, and then they're just exhausted. But um, uh, uh, what you call very it? Tactical too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But then in England, everybody's tactical. Everybody's fast. Yes. Everybody's physical. fit, yeah. physical, mentally. You have to be ready. Yeah. Like it's yeah. draining. And then you have to play that that December fixture. Oh God, <laughs> Kai, let's wait. Let him see what that happens then. He needs yeah, to be ready. Usually in Germany, they get they get they that get longest two week yeah. break, right? They get a but break. Not in not in England, yeah. The, the, Ger- England. the Germans care about the welfare of people's lives, and the English just don't no. give a shit. Yeah. You play football, man. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's good. It's good that you said that. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it's it shows you that 
we're truly when we watch the Premier League, yeah. we know what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. This is the only reason why um um uh, what they call it uh, what's his name Eden Hazard can go to Real, yeah. get fat and go try to play football. Yeah. <laughs> only reason, the only in 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 England you yeah. can't do that. You do that, that's it. You're yeah. done. You're done. Anyway, man, we have gone over. This session has been awesome. It's been it's been a real good uh, 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 session today. I know we were looking originally for um, you know stuff to discuss about, but I think we're gonna close it out here. Um, Germany beat Ukraine. Germany beat Ukraine two one. Two one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spain beat Switzerland. 1-0. Spain beat Switzerland one zero. Yeah, who cares? It's the international. Thing and I don't give a damn. We should be watching um, tomorrow, Premier League. Tomorrow's Belgium against England. That Belgium against England? Oh, yo, I need to watch that game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 10 a.m. Oh, man, that, that early? Against Bosnia and Italy versus Poland. Okay, anyway, guys, uh, please follow us oh, wait, at... Wait, there's another good one. France, no. France versus Portugal. I don't care. Please follow us at Podcast CBF. And, um, you know, if you want to send us an email, I think our email is also podcastcbf at gmail.com. If you have any feedback, you want to share anything um, as well, uh, subscribe on um, Apple, uh, subscribe on Google Podcasts, and also subscribe on, um, uh, what do you call it, on Spotify if you can. And if not, you can download Anchor um, and um, listen to our podcast for Anchor. But uh, thank you guys for joining us. This is... Victor Speck and Uncle CB, you have yourself a good night.